When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are the headlines. Food inflation dampens enthusiasm over rising tea prices. India's tea industry remains under duress. And the European Union grants rooibos GI protection. More in a minute, but first, this important message. Avani empowers rural women practicing sustainable agriculture, including tea and crafts, such as weaving with natural fiber and plant-based dyes. Up in the towering Himalayas, Kuman is one of India's oldest tea regions. Today, we raise our cups in the name of Avani Kuman a nonprofit dedicated to strengthening farming communities. Cheers to a brighter future for all. To donate, visit avani-kuman.org. In the U.S. and Asia, an energetic post-pandemic recovery is underway. Demand is quickly rebounding as consumers spend down their savings and make up for lost time. Consumers in the largest economies amassed $2.9 trillion in savings since March 2020, according to Bloomberg Economics. Now they are ready to spend. Retail sales in the United States are projected to approach $4.5 trillion in 2021, according to the National Retail Federation. The NRF, which initially estimated 6.5% growth in the U.S., increased its full-year GDP projection to 7%, the fastest rate in decades. In China, household income grew 13.7% during the first quarter of 2021. Widespread inflation, however, is dampening that good news. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, Reports inflation in member countries is at the highest level since 2008. Globally, food prices rose for the 12th consecutive month in May, according to the United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization. The FAO's food price index was 40% higher in May 2021 when compared to May 2020. The Bloomberg Commodity Spot Index, which tracks price increases across a range of metals and agricultural commodities, has jumped roughly 60% in the past 12 months. Food prices, including the cost of tea, are rising on demand. 
Tata Consumer Products, Nestle, and Unilever all announced price increases across their range in response to commodity inflation. Business Insight Despite some steep increases in retail prices, tea remains very much in demand. Prices at auction that were below $2.25 per kilo on average rose 50% in 2020 to more than $3 per kilo, increasing the retail price of tea bags by 1.7% compared to 2019. In the U.S., sales grew by more than 12% in 2020. Premium tea offerings generally purchased online saw much bigger increases. In India, domestic tea suppliers report sales totals that are two to three times higher than the 20% increase in volume, an indication that costs are being passed to consumers. Import volumes are near pre-pandemic totals with the declared value for imports far exceeding 2019 totals. The industry's challenge is to contain costs. Droughts persist in the tea lands where labor, transportation, logistics, and the rising cost of energy and petroleum-based inputs all erode margins. As restaurants open around the world, the critical unknown is travel. Local and international visitors spend a lot on tea at resorts, hotel, cafes, and tourist destinations in the tea lands a market segment that remains idle due to the closure of borders worldwide. India's tea industry remains under duress as the coronavirus simultaneously strikes down workers, limits plucking and processing, halts interdistrict transport, and forces the early-day closure of restaurants and beverage stalls. The government estimates that more than one million workers, mainly women, are losing productive days and wages due to the pandemic and inclement weather with the arriving monsoons. The delivery of 235,000 doses of vaccine this week halted a steep increase in coronavirus caseloads in Assam's tea gardens. Daily average infections in June are now 4,000 per week, down from almost 6,000 per week in May. Positivity rates remain high, forcing an extension through June 16th of lockdowns and a daily curfew imposed from 1 p.m. through 5 a.m. Shops and restaurants must close by noon, and interdistrict transport is prohibited. The state reported 450,000 cases and 3,600 deaths. The seven-day average for new cases is 7,400 in adjacent West Bengal and 9,000 in Kerala. Buyers at auction are finding it difficult to arrange for transport despite the fact tea is listed as an essential commodity. Drivers are in short supply and enforcement of restrictions that prohibit interdistrict transport is inconsistent. The immediate impact is a spike in retail prices above records set in 2020. Buyers at auction are spending an average 211 rupees per kilogram in Assam and 125 rupees per kilogram in Tamil Nadu. Business Insight There is no slack in demand for tea in India. 
Tata Consumer Products reports that revenue from its beverage segment, which includes coffee, grew by 59.6% during the period January through March 2021. Volume was up 23%, largely due to an increase in at-home consumption. India's packaged tea market is estimated at $2.26 billion per year. An additional $1.3 billion is spent on tea from unbranded suppliers, according to ICICI Securities. The European Union this week awarded Rooibos, which is also known as Red Bush Tea, status as a protected geographic indication, affording the same protection to products as champagne and Irish whiskey. The registration allows South Africa's rooibos industry to display the EU seal if the tea consists of 100% rooibos that is either cultivated or wild-harvested from local municipalities of the Western and North Cape provinces. The South African Rooibos Council welcomed the news. Council Chairperson Martin Berg said that while it is important that nobody else use the name Rooibos, quote, it also gives a certain status about quality, reliability, and sustainability, all those things that go together with a GI, end quote. TBiz remembers Donna Tokugawa, who passed unexpectedly this week at 65. She and her husband, Nozumu Nez Tokugawa, in 2015, co-founded the Taste of Tea Japanese restaurant, tea shop, and import business in Healdsburg, California. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on India's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending June 5th, 2021. While lockdowns continue, auctions resumed last week at all the major centers. In the Nilgiris, decisions on whether bottle factories can open are still underway. Meanwhile, most of the tea regions continue to see rainfall. In Darjeeling, second flush has begun, although the teas have not yet reached the auction. At the auctions last week, Gohati saw over 90% of the orthodox tea on offer sold and over 80% of the CTC leaf sold. Dust saw comparatively lower pickings at 71%. What is more telling is drop in production for the same sale week in 2020. CTC is nearly at half the volume, but the drop is acute in orthodox at less than a tenth of what was on offer last year. In Siliguri, 94% of the offering was sold. And after a closed week, Kolkata saw good demand for all tea types. Tata Consumer Products and Hindustan Unilever were active for CTC. And Hindustan Unilever was active in dust as well. The Middle East and CIS countries were active in orthodox sales. In the South, Kochi saw a good pickup of leaf tea. Good Nilgiri good tea sold for a high of 255 rupees. Exporters to CIS countries and the Middle East were active, and both CTC and orthodox leaves saw nearly 95% of the offerings sold, much higher than dust. CTC dust enjoyed good support from Incoserve and Supply Co., who were back in play this week. Sales in Coimbatore were subdued as only about 42% of the total offering was sold. Kunul fared better with 95% of the orthodox leaf on offer sold. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q Trade Tees works with tea purveyors at every scale. 
From promising startups to the world's largest multinational beverage brands in the hot, iced, and bottled tea segments. With U.S.-based formulation, blending, and packaging services, Q-Trade can help you innovate, scale up, and grow your specialty tea brand. For more information, visit our website, QTradeTeas.com. T-Biz this week travels to Frankfurt, Germany to discuss best practices in sustainable wholesale with Jan Holzefell, owner of Ronfeld Tea, a 190-year-old company that is replacing its tea packaging this year with eco-friendly materials, embracing traceability, and reducing emissions by no longer air freighting tea. And then to London to listen to the Tea Book Club's crowdsource review of author Henrietta Lovell's latest book, Infused Adventures in Tea. First flush teas flown to Ronfeld's blending and packaging facility in Germany account for only 0.02% of the company's offerings by weight. Yet in a single season, flight tea generates more greenhouse gas emissions than the millions of kilos transported by ships, says owner Jan Holzefeld. He acknowledges that for a premium tea supplier, abandoning expedient air cargo after 75 years is a significant step. Quote, However, we have a responsibility towards nature that we take very seriously. End quote. Jan, your company annually publishes a sustainability report. This year's initiatives include the elimination of air cargo in favor of sea transport. Ronfalt will also complete its conversion to sustainable packaging materials and trade some of its gas-powered vehicles for electric. Will you share with listeners your vision of sustainable tea wholesale? Tea is one of the most natural products that you can find on Earth. So we as tea producers and tea suppliers must do everything we can to ensure that we continue to have great teas from around the world. It is a tradition to have the first flush teas from Darjeeling transported by air to Germany and Europe, but we have stopped this this year. And if there's anybody out there waiting for his first flush tea, then he has to wait maybe six or eight weeks longer than normally. But we want to make sure that we uh, get the tea here uh, in an environmental friendly way as possible. And that is the reason why we are we have stopped air cargo completely. And I think it is uh, the right thing to do. And one of the many, many steps that we have taken here is to eliminate uh, all the um, traditional packaging materials. And we are on a way to go fully sustainable packaging materials. It's not that easy, uh, I have to say. Supply is always an issue. We want to have a safe and customer-friendly package material, of course. Our team has been uh, doing a great work here, and we have found all the different packaging materials that we need, and all of them will be sustainable by the end of this year. For the last five years, we have been publishing our environmental report to show to our customers that we really mean sustainability. Ronfeld is also increasing the proportion of organic tea in its range. 
we are not an organic company yet, but we try to increase uh, the teas in our tea selection in our organic range on a constant basis. The good thing is the tea producers and the tea gardens in, in Asia, but also in Africa, are turning to organic manufacturing methods. And therefore, we find more and more selection of organic teas. And uh, we are happy to put them into our range as far as we can see on our customer side, the, it has been um, really appreciated because organic is not just a small proportion of the market, but it's growing, especially with the younger people. What are your views on traceability and public disclosure of source gardens? I think it's a very good idea in general. We see that a lot of uh, customers are really keen and really interested in finding out where the tea is coming from, how it has been produced, how it can be used. And sometimes they're even interested in uh, corporate social responsibility programs that these tea gardens do. For us, we are looking for a way to put traceability information online. I think uh, that is the best way because uh, sometimes tea gardens and supplies are changing quite uh, often during the year. But if we do it, uh, for example, with a QR code or website, we can really provide up-to-date information about all the specific teas that are available. It can be part of a training program as well, because once you have people looking for these traceability information, you can also provide them with ideas on how to drink the tea. We can adjust this information into a, for, for each individual tea. I think that is a great step forward. And for us, the plan is to start with uh, organic teas. It's, it's much easier to provide this information because it's already available. But uh, I would think that quite fast we will see this traceability information for all the teas uh, very soon will be really, really valuable for everybody involved. Will you discuss your commitment to education and the return to face-to-face -face instruction beginning in July? Quite often you find that the service people in the Horeca business, uh, they know how to handle the coffee machine, uh, which is quite easy. They might be very interested in wines and make perfect recommendations, but uh, tea seems to be a little bit more difficult. Uh, so we have set up different levels of education, really um, depending on the outlet, depending on the style of the restaurant or the, the cafe or the hotel. We can have anything uh, from a quick 40-minute training uh, with a uh, with an iPhone or a Google app, or up to two days for our Team Master Silver program. And uh, the uh, the gold standard then is our seven-day tea training in the tea gardens in Sri Lanka. We are very happy that we are going to restart uh, this face-to-face -face training now in July after the lockdown. It has been really, really a long, long time. And as you say, um, yes, we can educate about tea, but one key element is really the tasting of the tea and the interaction. That is something which can really be done only by face-to-face -face trainings. How is the recovery progressing? 
we already see a lot of hotels uh, booking our training programs, our education programs. Before this uh, pandemic, we have trained 7,000 hotel staff members each year. And uh, that is where we want to uh, come back to as soon as possible. We have seen that since January, February, business is picking up in the hotels and restaurants in, in, in Asia, for example, in China, in Korea, in Japan. These are important markets for us. But there's one issue with this. It's local tourism. Huh? So it's uh, the Koreans visiting Korean hotels. There is no international tourism yet. In the Middle East, hotels are starting to uh, be filled up there again. But again, it's local uh, tourists. Europe got a little late start. So we see restaurants, cafes, uh, etc. being filled up since May. But uh, again, international tourists, for example, from China or from the United States are still not here. I'm optimistic. I would think that Tourism yeah, will return in summer, maybe early fall. What will take much longer is really business travel, trade shows, uh, conferences, uh, um, etc. That might take until next year. And we can also already see that the hotels in the countryside... Reviewer Kyle Whittington has a single word for Infused, a book by rare tea lady Henrietta Lovell that describes her adventures in tea. Wow, he says. So, I must warn you of two things. Firstly, be careful of drinking good tea. You might get hooked and be unable to stop. If the tea is really good, you might indulge deeply, drinking and drinking until your heart feels close to exploding with pleasure and caffeine. Even those habituated to hard drugs and amazing tastes get swept away. And secondly, the pleasure might take away your inhibitions. Above and beyond the caffeine, the exquisite beauty of tea can turn your head and rob you of your normal control. Intensely delightful experiences are so out of the ordinary that our response to them can be similarly unexpected. And that's a quote from Infused, Adventures in Tea by Henrietta Lovell. Hello. I'm Kyle Whittington, founder of Tea Book Club. Although I'm based in the UK, Tea Book Club is an international group of tea lovers and readers who meet up virtually each month to discuss tea books. And wow, what a book. From start to finish, Henrietta had me captivated, excited and enthralled by her world. A tea book unlike most. This is the very personal story of Henrietta's adventures with tea, in tea and all around tea. From her first fledgling sips out of dainty china cups at Diana's house as a child, we are taken along on a ride of reminiscence. With trips to far-flung tea fields swathed in mist, via the odd lightning strike or two, we zip off to tea tastings with chefs at some of the best restaurants in the world, accompanied by her little yellow suitcase and strange meetings on trains. To name, to mention but a few of her adventures. The extreme highs of Henrietta's life and tea which could otherwise have felt like so much name-dropping, are balanced by her battles with cancer. And yes, she really has been struck down by lightning. The realness and personality of Henrietta and her book comes through in these juxtapositions, making the book expressively and genuinely human. You really feel like you are sat over a cup of tea with Henrietta as she regales you with her stories, the highs, the lows, and the off on a tangent. Oh, and the recipes... Dotted throughout the book are her teas and recipes, 
each connected with its own story. This is not a book with sections on different teas, recipes, growing, and history like most other tea books, but all this and more is woven throughout the stories that Henrietta tells. Like real life, we learn as we go along, picking up useful tips, ideas, and inspirations. If you ever find yourself in a bit of a tea rut, drinking the same thing every day, then this book is sure to reignite your tea flame and get you trying something new. It certainly did for me. And here's what some tea book club members thought. I opted to get the audiobook. It was so fun to hear her voice and her telling the stories. It was like I was there having tea with her. It's about her story and the experiences she has with those teas and with these people. It absolutely gets you excited and interested in all these teas. And if you'd like to join us for our next read, you can find us at Join Tea Book Club on Instagram or teabookclub.org. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of tea biz journalists and tea experts? Contact them directly through subtext private message-based platform. Avoid the chaos of social media and start a conversation that matters. Subtext message-based platform lets you privately ask meaningful questions of the tea experts, academics, and tea biz journalists reporting from the tea lands. You see their responses via SMS texts, which are sent direct to your phone. Visit our website and subscribe to Subtext to instantly connect with the most connected people in tea. Remember to visit the TBiz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.